and welcome back to the In The Round podcast. Uh, I'm your one of your hosts, Will, and joining me this week, like every week, is Dave Harris. Hello. And Mark Presley. Hello. Um, so, I, we understand that we've not had a normal episode yet, but it's the middle of the season. In fact, we've just seen the latest round of fixtures. It's the last one in de- December, isn't it? Um, uh, yep, yeah, that's the decade over. Decade over <coughs> in football. Um, so we've just done a podcast about the best um, teams and best players of the decade, but we wanted to really get into the nitty gritty of the Premier League because that is where we all really have our focus. And we wanted to do mid-season report cards, almost like when you used to fail your sats at school. Um, I hurt a bit much there. Hurt a bit. I felt like it was a bit close to home. Bit I looked at Dave as I said, failed school. Um, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> um, so let's get straight into it, shall we? Um, so I think how we need to think about this is what are the best, what were our expectations for the team going in? Are there any extenuating factors such as injuries and things like that? And then just discuss what we each think the grade should be. Do you want to do it after? I was thinking maybe like a lettering system. Oh, you want to do A, B, like A minus... A plus. I think that's sort of okay, thing. Okay, yeah. right, cool. We'll yeah. do it like that. We'll go. We'll go full American for soccer. Um, we'll go from the bottom, bottom of the table up. Yeah, bottom of the table yeah. up. So um, speak, let's start with um, the Canaries, Norwich, Delia's team. Okay, so yeah, they're not having the best of seasons. However, I'm going to give other teams in this much lower ratings. I'm still going to give them like a C minus because Norwich going into this season, they had a, a pretty poor squad for the Premier League anyway. They haven't thrown loads of money at it. And they've been very unlucky with injuries. Uh, they've had so many defenders out injured. Um, like when they played Man City, uh-huh. uh, they had, I think it was, nine first-team players out injured. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're absolutely not doing great, but it's not particularly a disaster for them. I don't think any Norwich fan this season was at, would you know be expecting them to be top six at... You know, they're not having a total disaster for me. Uh, Red? Yeah, I know the expectations weren't that high. I still think being bottom on 13 points from 20 games is pretty diabolical Mm. for any team. They've played relatively well. I like watching them. I mean, Derby would have taken that after 38 games, Mike, so are they really (laughs) that disappointed? Yes. I think so. (laughs) I'm, I'm going D. Yeah, I, I think I think they're a D as well. I think they've got some real bright spots. Like Timmy Buki's really good. Cantwell's um, a really I'm good player. I, I messaged in the chat. I'm a Tom Campbell stan. I just, <laughs> I just love him. He, he's like Tom Davis, but skilled. Yeah. Uh, um, Max Aaron's I like as well. Yeah, Max Aaron's. Has he ever not hit the byline and crossed? <laughs> it feels like every time he goes down, he hits the byline and crosses. Um, I mean, they're twentieth. They're going to go down. But how refreshing is it to see a tide come to this league in that situation of playing football? Yes, I've, I've been quite impressed with how they've gone about it um, in terms of trying to play attacking football, uh, pretty much trying to play how they actually did in the Championship. So I have a lot of time for them uh, trying to do that. And I'd much rather see a team come up and do that than teams sit like Tony Pulis and just lump it up top. So you've got to respect them. Um... Right, let's move on. Next is Watford. They are they sit nineteenth um, on sixteen points. Have they had three managers this season, or have I had some fever dream? Uh, yeah, they've had three, three managers. managers this season. Yeah. 
They're fresh. Technically four if you're counting Hayden Mullins as caretaker. Uh, Hayden Mullins. <laughs> um, Good. You didn't watch him at please. Watford. Mate. What do we think? You see, I'd have given them a much lower rating if they hadn't had this sort of okay start on the person. Well, got I still think you've got to give them a pretty... I, think, I still think it's an F. Yeah, I was going to give them an E um, just because they're only a win. They're now only a win from getting out of it and they sort of have built up a bit of momentum. They're starting to play football. They certainly weren't playing any sort of football in the... Javi Garcia, Javi Garcia, and Kiko. Uh, and yeah, I mean, when you look at some of the teams around them, they're absolutely going to be disappointed to be down there. But you look at the teams at the moment around them, and they're probably near the top of that bunch of the bottom six, other than I'd say Southampton. So. Should that squad be doing better? Yes. Um, I think you can see that they should be since Pearson's come in. They've picked yeah. up seven points from the last three games, which. We, I mean, I don't know what grade I would have given them if I'm still giving them an F right now. Because yeah. they would have been. You, like, probably, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't think they have that good a squad. Well, they've got, uh, big, like oh, they've got big Nate Chalamar in the reserve, so. <laughs> Delafayu is a good player. Roberto Pereira is a good player. Etienne Capoue can be a good player, but Decore, he's getting old. Decore is a good Decore player. Is old. The thing is with this team is they've been okay for the last couple of seasons. But some of their players are getting over the hill in terms of age and quality. Troy Deeney, uh, Andre Gray, for some reason, has been very poor this season. Um, and yeah, just got a question is the squad really that amazing? I don't know where they'd be without Ben Foster. Yeah, um, yeah that's really already, point. Yeah, probably already gone. Um, I, I find Watford to be greatly disappointed. They've got a team, they've got a de- I think they've got a semi decent squad. I thought they'd seem like I thought they'd be in the position we got like Brighton are on the 14th I would quite like Watford to go down <laughs> just because I, I, I think they've been certain, treading water yeah really. certain, certain clubs get in the Premier League and they just sit there and they don't really kick on they just sat their manager every year and by the grace of God they survive this reminds me of Sunderland a few years yes. ago like Watford aren't that bad I mean they had a great FA Cup run last year but I, I would quite like to see him hit the reset button yeah um but again, that. you say that very easily as not a fan of the club. Speaking of not being a fan of the club, Dave, Aston Villa <laughs> are next. They're 18. They've got 18 points. They're one point away from safety. You've got West Ham do have a game in hand against Liverpool. So I we can assume they're still one point from safety. I would yeah. have, obviously, I'm a Blues fan. Uh, you might think, you know, I want Villa to lose every week. It's not the case. Maybe every other week. Um, <laughs> but the thing with Villa, for me to... I'm not quite going to go as far as a U, but I'm going to have to give them an F. Possibly a G. A G was a grade as well, wasn't it? No. Fine. F it is then. Well, that's that decided. <laughs> um, just because the sheer amount of money they spent. They spent over a hundred million. They, I saw all of the, I saw fans on Twitter saying you're just going to be the next Fulham. And they are Fulham again. They've spent loads of money on these players. They haven't really jailed as a team. And Dean Smith, I don't know what he knows about their secrets to get a four-year deal the other week. Uh, but yeah, to be honest, they're sort of masses of their own downfall. And I, I was going to let you go, Mike, but yeah. I can't let that stand. First of all, to compare any club to Fulham is just, it's just a war crime. Fulham are just the worst club in the Football League. 
They had a statue of Michael Jackson outside the grounds. So let's just get that out of the way. Secondly, Dean Smith was fantastic in the championship. Totally yeah, turned it round. he was. And Villa, at the start of the season, their results were not reflecting the performances. Yeah. I think that started to turn in the last few weeks. Brez? Yeah, I'd give him a C. Give him a C? That's high. I think it's near enough about where I'd expect them to be. That's a good point, playing into expectations. I think it's pretty much, they're not going to be much higher than this, but I think if you want a bit of a hot take, they're going to stay up. Villa? Yeah. I think they'll buy in January. I think they're going to stay up. So I'm going to say this is exactly where I thought they'd be. Uh, I think they'll they'll start getting some results. Grealish is an unbelievable player, so they have to hang on to him until the summer. And if they do that, and they can get a striker that actually scores some goals, they'll stay up. They're six points behind Arsenal. Well, yeah, 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 that's going to be a bad grade when we get there. Um, no, I just think it's interesting to see how tight it is down at the bottom there. I mean, one thing with Villa that makes me laugh is I heard on Five Live yesterday uh, a Villa fan put £100 on Villa coming top six. <laughs> I'm not sure how many drinks he um, was down there when he placed that. We're gonna, we are going to move on to another club, but before we do, I just want to give a grade of a, a U to my dad, who said that Wesley would score 30 goals this season. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he, and then when we, me and my brother laughed in his face, he said, you're right, the season's a bit shorter, only 25. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant. Um, up next is West Ham. Um, you're London's a Chelsea fan, of course you're going first, Will. Just appointed David Moyes about five minutes ago. He's as we literally, were yeah. Um, David Moyes good appointment yes no <laughs> uh, I mean it's hard to say with Moyes after how he's been isn't it really since Everton however he didn't do that bad a job when he was there last time I just don't think he's maybe the manager to put them to the next level it's a bit of a safe option potentially for them but you need stability at this point no? yeah it's it's true yeah uh, I just think short term good long term it's hard to tell because of how Moyes has been they're, they're just trying to stay up I think it's a bit of a downgrade so, but it wasn't working with Pellegrini so far so what grade? Uh, grade at the moment I'd have to give them an E I'm giving them a U I think that squad should be top table top half of the table at least my brother made a good point it's possibly a Europa League squad yeah that, yeah, that is true they're actually. really really they're underperforming really bad. <laughs> I mean they've got some real talent in that squad it's a, a money. it's a Diop's a good player uh, centre back uh, Felipe Anderson's a cracking Felipe player. Anderson not having a good season Yarmolenko Haller Yarmolenko's a pretty good player Declan Rice of mm. course they need um, to sort a good goalie Cresswell they, at left flat left backs a, desperately a bad need a good keeper yeah. yeah seriously desperately so desperate I saw they were linked with Jack Butland which would be great because Blues get 20% of the fee so West Ham please do that Um. <laughs> Just there was talk at the start of the season, then pushing for right, top six. Yeah. I, I just it's been so been they're lucky that there's two other teams. Well, one of the other teams has stopped now, but they're lucky that there's a team in this division that has been the most disappointing team probably for the last decade in Arsenal. That we're not talking that people aren't talking about how bad West Ham are more. And um, next up is <laughs> Bournemouth, who. Do you want to talk about Bournemouth? Yeah, I can go on Bournemouth. I would say D. D? Bit below, probably where I'd. Uh, near enough. D or a C, maybe. Maybe a C minus. No, I think they're only two points out of the relegation zone and they're not scoring goals, which is what you would expect from an Eddie Howe team, is to score goals. 
Yeah, interestingly, they've conceded less than everyone around them, apart from Brighton, up to ten, up to Palace in ninth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, different to Eddie Howe's usual teams. They're not scoring goals, and they're also not conceding that many. Um, they're fine. They will probably stay up again. Just I think they're going down. You pair also. both think we go, they're going down. I just. C minus for now for me. I'm other than when they beat Chelsea at the Bridge. <laughs> I haven't seen them play well this season. I think with Bournemouth, other than the United as well, bubble has sort of been starting to burst for a while. They've made some very bad signings yeah. over the last few seasons. Um, I mean, even players they've let go, like they've let Musa go to Sheffield United. Who, to be honest, Musa Mania. He, yeah, he's in my fancy draft. Big fan. Uh, he would absolutely probably be playing in their team if he was still there, um, and I'm just not not sure they have enough to sort of get themselves out of this mess because they're just continually on the slide. The only thing I'd say is I look below them and I think to myself, who's getting Vill- out? Villa, there, are gonna, really? Villa are going to spend. I think. Yeah. Well, I think Villa are going to spend. Um, West Ham will. West West Ham have got to spend. New manager bounce. Um, Watford are going to spend well you see to me I think you're looking at Watford Norwich and Bournemouth going down Mm. however I think that's probably I I said Villa were going to get out of there so (laughs) I I mean I think I think that's enough about they're just they're having a really disappointing season but almost have they overachieved in the past yeah they definitely have absolutely overachieved you just need to recalibrate this is what this is yeah, Eddie Howe shooting himself in the foot by doing well before. And now, uh-huh. yeah, it's a good manager. Yeah, now you expect more than what they're actually worth, probably. Um, moving on, Southampton in fifteenth uh, with twenty-two points, not that far out the the relegation zone. It's However, David Harris has got Danny Ings in his team, so I yeah, he, wants to talk, he wants to talk about Danny um, Ings. Southampton's a strange one. I mean, when you consider how they started the season and they literally lost 9-0 to um, Leicester, you know, how many managers are able to come back from that? How many players are able to come back from that? They, I'm not going to go as far as to say they've turned it around because they are only four points above, but they do look like they have fight in them yeah. and they can play football. So I'm going to have to give them maybe a C-. minus, um, Just because... Yeah. No one thought of a season Southampton are going to be even top ten. People are tipping them for yeah, everyone really was tipping them to go down. As you said, teams like Sunderland, Southampton have been treading water for the last few years. Well, Southampton's model of constantly selling their best players and getting yes. their best managers is really going come to back to bind them, them, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm going to say that if we were doing this maybe a month ago, yeah. I'd give them a lot lower grade. Yeah. But they look like they have enough in them at this moment of time to to stay afloat. Um, they're scoring goals yeah I think he's turned it around I think he's a good manager you, you don't come from doing well at Leipzig yeah without some sort of pedigree uh, the 9-0 maybe funnily enough was just what they needed in a weird sort of way yeah I think they to kick them into gear because they were really embarrassed that day and since then they went to Man City twice in a week and since then they've been a lot better um, I think they'll be fine. They're probably they're, a touch lower than we thought they might have been, but not by much. The big thing for me C- is, minus is fine. injuries. Danny Ings is firing, but he has done his knee ligaments quite a few times Danny, now. 
Uh, if he gets injured, season's possibly over for them. James Ward-Prowse as well has really come to a f- come to a fore. Um, yeah, um, as if they can keep their players fair and maybe get a few reinforcements in January. I'm slightly worried about more. their reliance on Danny Ings. Yeah. However, the one thing I would say for them is I watched Chelsea beat them 4-1 away from home and then dreadful. One of the dreadful. And They're then I just watched that really disciplined performance at Stamford Bridge against a Chelsea team that went knackered and got it tactically totally wrong. But still it's ahead of the performance away at the bridge yeah a, well, I tell you what that's been, tell always you what, been a tough place to go I, not at the moment it isn't well, not at the moment <laughs> but yeah um, Brighton Graham Potter's Brighton um, are 14th with 23 points so they're getting a bit more distance now they're 5 points clear they've got um, they've got a win 2 losses and 2 draws in the last 5 games however they're playing a very exciting brand of football which yeah. they're trying to do I quite like Brighton? I don't know about the other two. Yeah, I I definitely like the style they're trying to play. However, one thing that is going to impact on my grade of them is they got rid of Chris Hutton because they didn't want to be a team that just stays up anymore. Maybe they've just got into their flow. I know Morpie, for example, is really starting to find his feet. Um, but if they don't finish much higher than they did last year, it's not a success for me because they got rid of Hewton to become this new club and if that doesn't happen but isn't part of that building the foundations yeah. of the style yeah I guess but at the end of the day when you're a team like Brighton sometimes you've just got to stick to what gets results rather than the football that you want to play my mate's a Stoke fan and he used to get he used to you talk about Tony Pulis being in charge of Stoke and how um, that they, they let him go and he, they had Mark Hughes and it totally changed the f- football and they were really good for two years and then they got relegated I say really good they played open attractive football for a while and then got relegated I think if I was to ask him now obviously he'd say oh it's a mistake to get rid of Tony Bulis because of how far they've, they've slunk but there is a point where you can watching the same dross week in week yeah. out has a chilling effect on the fans almost yeah I mean look at West Ham and Allardyce they Fell out of love with him, didn't they? So yeah, but I mean, Brighton for you, Mike. Yeah. That squad, are they overachieving, underachieving? Uh, I I'd give them a B. I think that's yeah, I would too. Uh, above where I would have put them at the start of the season. I think Potter's done a really good job. As we've said, they're playing nice football. I don't particularly rate most of that squad. So you like Trossard, though, don't you? I Mike? do like Trossard. Oh, God, what uh, um, so yeah B for me overachieving a bit quick thing had no one else by Aaron Moy I have no, no idea. idea that was a mistake by everyone right up next in 13th with 24 points is my is one of my least favourite football clubs in Burnley the big Sean I just I just think ugh, um, I hate them <laughs> I hate going to Burnley I hate watching Burnley I you hate Ashley Barnes as well. I hate Ashley Barnes, I think, is one of the villains of the Premier League. And I still think they're a B. I would give them a B. However, I'm starting to think, how long is it till the dice bubble bursts? And there's been a few alarm bells this, this season. Well, they were terrible for half of last season. Like, terrible. Yeah, they've... Yeah, I'm going to have to give them a B. Like, they're 13th in the league. I I can see them being fine for the rest of the season. I wouldn't expect them to push top 10, but I'd definitely expect them to finish maybe 
between 12th and 15th. Uh, I think they're more than capable do, capable of doing that, so I'd give them a B. Yeah, B minus from me. Uh, near enough where you'd expect them to be. Mm. Probably a bit above average for that squad. They'll finish about where they are. They're not going to go down. They're just going to stay exactly where they are. They're the dullest team in the league. They're I mean, you could genuinely the dullest team in the league. They're they're a good comparison to Stoke, I guess. But Stoke yeah. did a bit more probably. Yeah, but the thing is, in with the first Burnley, couple of seasons, they're such a small club in yeah. terms of how much money they bring in. Which is why it's still a B because they're always overachieving. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's. I think the fact that we've got so little to say speaks a lot about, about, about Burnley. How well, how, how well they do. How well they're doing year. and the season they're having now. It's sort of under the radar. We're going to be good. We're it's just Burnley. Them. That's what this is now. Yeah. Just um, a very disciplined. The next well one. Team. The next one is is Arsenal in twelve. 24 points and I'm just going to take a moment to silently punch the air because <laughs> I'm loving every second of this there are you yeah they're you so they're so <laughs> clearly a you yeah that I want to give them a lower grade than a you yeah they have been awful they've Absolutely they have they haven't they didn't fight for half the season they didn't have care. they fought for any of they the got season? they got Lundberg in he was dreadful Don't know yeah, they were that. dreadful with him we're sitting here right now Chelsea have just beaten them in their best performance of the season tonight which tells <laughs> you a lot that has got to hurt they are they they're baff, they're a baffling football very baffling they've team. got they've got th- they've got them one of the best strikers in the league they've got a fantastic second fiddle in Lacazette Ozil what, love him or hate him you know what he is he's, he's, he's class good. they've got decent young players in Gwen Doozy they've got an okay keeper in Leno they've got oh, David Luiz is an okay leader in the back four they've got Bellerin he's Terrera okay. as well as Terrera's a, a not one. good um, not? I wish people would stop saying Terrera's good he's not good um, I don't think he's bad Gwen Doozy they've got so they've got a good squad <laughs> and they're in 12 24 points from 20, 20 games now, I think this that this is one where you need the stats they've got that is terrible interestingly enough they've actually lost less than Chelsea um, however they've got five well wins. they keep drawing games they've got five wins this season they've played 20 games they've got five wins to put that in perspective Villa who are 18th have five wins yeah. so that, that is where they are I've never seen a team so reliant on one player as well if they you take out Aubameyang and they are Renegade. Yeah, it's really they're in crazy. real trouble. Yeah. They've definitely looked a bit better under Arteta. It's still a U, like we yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, they're going to finish higher than where they are. I th- I think they will. I think I they look think fantastic today. They, I think it really depends on the January window because Aubameyang's been linked to moves away. I can't see I him staying if those come in. If the right offer comes in, I think he's off. Um, and with Arsenal as well there's only so many times they can play well and not get the result until their heads just totally drop if they mm. haven't already well I was I was watching they the need game. a run of even if it's boring one nils two out of three <laughs> games that is what's going to dictate how that, well they do this season that's the arrogance of Arsenal fans just quickly in that they used to have a song that was one nil to the Arsenal and the arrogance of them under Wenger that they could get away by doing it and then they're like oh they were used to you, do you, I remember them chatting at us as we came and got a nil-nil at them which basically guaranteed a point to win the league practically <laughs> and they're like boring boring Chelsea I'm like, and Mourinho the king goes boring's not winning a title for 10 years and you're like and they're all and they're all going Ugh. but like that's the arrogance of Arsenal fans is that they're in this position now where they've not got 
they're not looking good at all and mm. I think if you said to them would you win 1-0 every bit of the season they're like yeah so just, now they would I'm loving every second of it if they play like they did earlier today they'll be they'll move up the table I mean with the young players they're promising but how many of these poor games slash results can they take before it really hinders their development uh, like Saka he's an 18 year old kid who's a left winger he's having to play left back against some very good wingers um, he got destroyed yeah I mean yeah. like you'd expect any 18 yeah. year old playing out of position but how how is he going to move forward as well as well as the team I'd, I'd expect them to I'd, I'd put them definitely top half maybe between 8th and 10th but I can't definitely can't see them challenging for any Europe spots right. it's fantastic that's my last word in the matter um, <laughs> in 11th just above them with a point higher 25 points is Newcastle Steve Bruce's Newcastle Steve Bruce's Newcastle I'm giving them an A because Steve Bruce came into that job Everyone was saying, and for me, he's the most under under the radar big performance this season. Everyone, even Newcastle fans, were like, "Why on earth have we appointed Steve Bruce?" Rafa Benitez was doing wonders. Broad. However, Steve Bruce has come in, got them going very nicely. They've had a few poor results. However, they they're playing well as a team. Um, I mean, Joe Linton. Unfortunately, looks horrible. However, many times you two call him the new Firmino. Well, Mike wrote an article about him being a new Firmino, which yeah, if you want to read that, <laughs> <laughs> don't think you should plug this on. Sir. It's on Footy Files. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna. They're doing far and above what anyone expected. I wouldn't really have expected them to get out of the bottom five, if not the bottom three, for the whole season on that appointment initially. Like you did. Yeah, pretty similar. I'd echo pretty much what Dave said. He's done a pretty unbelievable job I can't I, I can only either give it a B plus or an A I'm, since Dave said A I'll stick with that okay. I, I think they may struggle a little bit second half but they're going to stay up I do have reservations what this does remind me of is West Brom when they had Steve Clark mm. and Steve Clark I think in the calendar year before he got sacked went on to win like three Premier League games mm. However bad Newcastle do in the second half of the season, even if they only pick up another 15 points, be they'll hit 40, which I think that's the teams there should be plenty. However, it doesn't mean that that's going to be necessarily yeah. as successful. But right now, I'm going to give them an A. I agree with everything you're saying, practically. Except, I just think, I think there was, when Rafa Benitez was at the club, there was a real, like, oh, they won't buy, they won't do this, they won't do that. And I always used to get frustrated when, people saying that I was like well you've got what you've got at the club mm. and I know it's hypocritical because when it comes to Chelsea like, I'm going to tell them to buy players but I just I almost think that that squad's not terrible and it's not it's very well suited for how he wants to play um, but again yeah they're what, overachieving what would you give grade wise be. Be. I, th- I quite like Steve Bruce I think he seems like a nice bloke um, and I, I didn't like the way he, I, I know Villa fans got frustrated with him I didn't like the way he left he got no, I, I didn't like um, This is possibly the most interesting one in terms of where you rate them. It's Everton, Everton. in tenth. Carlo Ancelotti's Everton in tenth. Um, they've also got twenty five points, but they're ahead on goal difference. What do we think of Everton? I'm, I'm only going to give them a D here. They've mm-hmm. spent a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they're not playing as well as people would hope. Uh-huh. However, 
No one expects Everton to waltz into the top six. <coughs> no, they haven't done. They haven't played European football for a long time. So, however upset Everton fans can be because of some of the signings they've made, mm-hmm. it doesn't give them the right to act like they should be a top six team right here and now. Um, obviously, some of the football they've played has been pretty appalling, and you maybe hope that they're beating your Palaces and your Sheffield United who as we'll come on to, have had very good first half of the season. But I absolutely wouldn't put them in the bracket of an Arsenal or a Watford or a, a West Ham because they're not that far behind where people would expect them to be. You'd expect them to come 7th or 8th. And they're, in fact, only like five points off 7th place. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you, Mateen. What are you giving them? Uh, they're lucky this wasn't recorded about five games ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My word, that would have been a U. Uh, what did you give them a D? Yeah. It's a D or an E. I've given them an E. Probably an E. Yeah. They're on the same points as Newcastle. That's pretty bad. Says everything. I mean, they have got more than Arsenal. They've <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> got more than Arsenal, so. I remember before the season, every signing they went through in the summer in our chat, everyone was going, Oh, Everton and Leicester are really good this year. And they were proved right on one of them. And everyone thought Everton are going to be really good. But I'll keep, I, I did admit. I'll, I think. Yeah, I got that wrong. So. I'll keep saying the same thing about Everton. They spent an awful lot of money, but they have. In, you look at taken position by position. Only Digne would you'd say is the top one of the top five in the league. What a great his position. Player. Yeah, he's a great. Player. And even he can't defend. <laughs> but modern left back. Yeah, I know. Um, however. We go from a disappointing team to I think a, a couple of teams who really impressed <coughs> this season. Yeah, Crystal Palace. Um, um, he also talk about Crystal Palace and the Jordan Ayew movement. I have Jordan Ayew in fancy drafts. So I'm a huge fan. Um, but Red Palace, they've always been a club that I've sort of looked out for, probably because of Cameron Jerome. Um, please, please, hero. Um, but the thing is with Palace is Roy Hodgson's doing an absolutely amazing job there. I would give them an A. I'm going to give them a B for one for one sole reason. They haven't scored many goals, and I think however well they're doing now, uh, is a bit of a concern for them. Um, so I'm going to give them a, a B plus. They're doing very very well this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty similar. B plus. Roy's doing a great job, as you'd expect. Pretty boring to watch. There's barely any goals in their games. But when they do, Jordan Miley scores crackers. Yeah. <laughs> that was some goal at the weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, not the weekend, a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, I haven't really got much to say. Palace are yeah, outperforming what you'd expect. Yeah. I'm going to give an A. And I think the, re- the only reason I'm doing it is because their best player has been shocking. Wilf yeah. Sahar has been appalling. Yeah, he's been very poor. Um, and that's a good point and where they are still yeah and also how many clean sheets have they kept with Patrick Van Arnholt? I mean that in itself <laughs> should, that should win you a Premier League um, and Sacco I totally agree they're boring they're predictable but dear god they're great they're ninth they're ninth they're ninth and it, Crystal Palace are exactly we talked earlier about Brighton perhaps looking ahead of what they are and the Palace fans won't like you comparing Brighton and Palace However, not. <laughs> however, I think it's they're a club that understands their limitations and has designs on perhaps getting a bit higher. But they, at the end of the day, they're not going to sacrifice what's taking them to the Premier League. I, I so like they it. shouldn't. 
Unnatched 8th with 29 points. And I cannot believe I'm about to say this is Sheffield United. And yeah. if anybody has anything other than an A+, I will give oh, you Oh no, of course it's an A+. If I could give them higher than an A+, <laughs> I'd have it. Um, I, I will fully admit, when I saw Sheffield United and Norwich come up, I was like, how are either of them going to tread water in the Premier League? Mm. Norwich have sort of proven at this moment in time it doesn't look like they'll be able to. But Chris Wilder has done an unbelievable job. He's going to have his pick. Especially when you look at the, the players that he's signed as well. Uh, I mean, Muck Burney's a championship player. Uh, Lee Mousset was a Bournemouth fringe player that he's managed to get results, mania. <laughs> get results out of. Um, and yeah, just the squad. He's managed to keep together some of those players from League One. Like John Flax doing pretty well. Lundstram. Mm. Uh, John Egan all these players he somehow moulded straight away into the Premier League and the style of football they play is quite nice as well yeah. so yeah can't really give them enough enough praise really just running out of superlatives Braves you're nodding A plus amazing I can't believe well they were fifth at one point or something weren't they yeah. incredible they've conceded joint second least with Leicester yeah. only behind Liverpool yeah. they've only scored 23 but who cares? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And McGoldrick's going to start scoring at some point, and when he does, oh boy, we're <laughs> um, in for a treat. Fantastic, aren't they? They're a great. It's a great story. Um, just quick, I just hope it carries on. Yeah. Just yeah quick, interestingly enough, a quick shout out to um, there's a journalist on Bleacher Report called Sam Ty. Um, I was reading his predictions for the start at the start of the season, and interestingly enough, he said he didn't have them this high, but he said the thing is with Sheffield United is they play in such a weird way it's going to take teams a season to almost figure them out so then he predicted that they would have a really more, much more tough second half of the season and I, as I look at clubs that are going to strengthen in January I, I think that they probably won't strengthen mm. as much however they can afford to fall uh, what five places and they wouldn't be too pissed off would they? Yeah so, at this point even if, they, even if they came 15th I think they'd take that to be honest yeah. 13th would be a stellar season yeah, yeah. they drop five places yeah. so they're, um, they're, a good, they're a good side um, up next is uh, the Midlands finest <laughs> you say <laughs> the West Midlands finest people would expect me to hate Wolves but I really have a lot of respect for what Nuno's they done are, they've got 30 points they're in 7th so just for just for knowing where they are they are a point behind Man United they're level with Spurs and they are only Five points off the top four. Uh, again, A plus. Um, also, also more the fact that you consider they're juggling, juggling the Europa League, and Wolves' squad isn't huge. It's tiny, really. And the fact that they're managing to do this well in the league, and they've done well in the Europa League group, uh, I really can't really applaud them mm. more than than I am now. Raúl Jiménez has been amazing. So absolutely an A plus from me for Wolves. Brez? Uh yeah, just an A, but still fantastic season. Um, back where they were last year, it was an incredible season last year. Mm. To replicate it with the Europa League, like you say, is some achievement with that squad. Traore is starting to look like the player we all thought he was going to be. Yeah. when he first burst onto the scene and it's been a few years we've had to watch yeah. him toil and toil and be rubbish and now he's finally seems to be putting it together I used to have the misfortune slash joy of watching him in his cameos at the villa and he'd yeah. set up and he'd make one run down the line and then be knackered 
Because he's built like a linebacker. Oh, yeah. I watched uh, him play for Middlesbrough week in, week out with one of my uni housemates who was unfortunately a Middlesbrough fan. And yeah, if that guy had decision making back then, wow, what a player he would have been that year. Yeah. Yes, I think he's starting to get it. Obviously, Nuno. Bring it all together. Brilliant. Yeah. Nuno, him and you've covered. Nuno, I think, is. Nuno! He's <laughs> really, un- uh, really unlucky that the Arsenal job came at the wrong time, isn't he? Because Nuno is. For me, the exact type of manager I would have expected him to go for, but they have that thing that all clubs seem to have now, where they want to appoint an ex-player. Yeah, well, yeah. we were talking about this. Three of the top six now. Well, the big six, shall we say, not the top six anymore. No, uh, no. United, Chelsea, Arsenal have all got so legends in charge. Yeah. Whether you can call Arteta one is yeah, up for debate, but well, people. Uh, people would, yeah. Favorite player, I believe, is the phrase that the Arsenal oh, okay. fan used the other day. No. Shout out Rosberg. That way you get on football manager, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's Favourite exactly where we got it from. <laughs> um, up next, and we're, I'm going to enjoy this one as well. It's Tottenham Hotspur. Jose Mourinho's Tottenham Hotspur. I'm not enjoying saying that. Um, there are you. I know they're sick, but there are you. They yeah. sat, they've sat their best ever manager. They look terrible every time they play. I don't. They, they've had no real new manager bounce. They got slapped off the park by a big thick Tamori last week. Um, <laughs> Am I being too harsh giving them uh, a year? I'd s- no, to be honest, I'm giving them a year as well. Um, they've actually, if this was last season where they sang nobody, absolutely I wouldn't be so harsh. Yes. They bought Ondembele, La Celso mm-hmm. for big money. Uh, I mean, La Celso has been unlucky with injury. And he's only really starting to get a run in the team. He looks a good player. No. Ondembele, however doesn't look great looks like he's always about to lose the ball um, I understand that maybe I'm just being daft about him but I'm looking not and the thing with Tottenham is these players are really interested with this Amazon documentary how big did their egos get to think that they were any better than this yeah. they were pretty much all nobodies or average players and, and without Poch um, so I'm, there's no surprise to me there's no new manager bounce Ben Davis was great for Swansea. You take that back. Um, Mike, uh, E for me. I'll go a little bit nicer, but <laughs> but the, I mean they're still sick, so it's not a total disaster. However, they're twenty five points behind Liverpool. I think they'll finish top four at the expense of Chelsea. Yeah, so they're only somehow. That's how bad everyone's been. That yeah. Spurs and Man U will come on to in a second of five and four points off Chelsea in fourth. Well, Chelsea have just had a terrible month, basically, but we'll get to them. Um, have Spurs got the third best squad in the league? It wouldn't, they're in Champions League. Yeah, probably. Final. Yeah, I'd have to say so after Liverpool and City. Although, they were horrible for the second half of last season, they apart were. from in the Champions they League. They were, but was that a case of the squad on paper? It's quite on paper, yes, but also maybe they're not squad. as maybe they're not actually what we thought they were. Well, I mean, Harry Kane's the best striker in the league. Yeah. Um, you've got Deli Ali, you've got Christian Eriksen, you've got um, Son. Son, who's a very ruthless and aggressive now. A ruthless, aggressive player. Um, I think they're massively underachieving. They yeah, definitely they are. are massively Hence why I'm giving them an E, but. Uh, I don't think it's quite to a year. Put, to put it into perspective, if there was any team 
sandwiching Liverpool and Man City, I would have expected it to be Tottenham this year. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that okay, team yeah. I would have seen yeah. doing that. That's a good point. It's just but instead, how good you think they are. twenty-one. No, sorry, eleven and twenty-five points behind those two teams. Um, let's move on to another really interesting one, and I'm gonna let you have the floor for this one, Mike. It's Manchester yeah. United. Only gonna Solskjaer's Manchester United. They've got thirty-one points, so they're four behind Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, 31 points from 20 games is an awful return for a Man U team, mm. frankly. So, uh, it's not good. It is not good. I would probably say an E, maybe worse. Um, the fact they're four points off Chelsea is hopeful, because I think Chelsea can definitely give some points away. <laughs> and we can definitely pick up some points mm. if our strike force keeps firing um, we need De Gea to stop dropping the ball in his net that would really help and for some reason we just can't beat the teams below us which is now a lot of teams yeah. which it wasn't for a while but now we've got 14 or 15 below us um, yeah he's got a bit of a problem breaking down the so called lesser teams we're really good against the Big six. It's because you're really a counter, you're a counter attacking side, which is obviously our strength. So yeah, he needs he himself needs to work it out. Maybe it will help having Pogba back if he actually strange. is back. I don't know what's happening there. It's no. really strange. No. Fred's turned into a decent player. They seem to be coming on a bit, but Rashford. then Rashford's been amazing this year. Fantastic. Yeah, Rashford. I mean, Rashford is a player. He finally looks like he's going to start actually scoring goals. Mm which he was showing glimpses in the previous seasons but it actually looks like he's putting it together Martial made a difference when he came back from injury as well mm-hmm. James looks good looks good McTominay good but he's just been in, he's just got an injury so that's a shame um, I mean Brandon Williams looks good Juan Bissaka I think looks good right-footed Brandon Williams yeah. which I didn't know but that's going to contribute to struggling to break down defences at home is when your full-back has to take an extra touch. Just get um, yeah. Just foot, yeah. Um, it's not ideal, but he's a good player no, and I player. like him a lot. Yeah, I'm player. not going to be as harsh as you, Mike. I'm going to give you... No, I'm not going to put a plus on it. Just a D. Um, just because, at the end of the day, I think everyone knew going into the season, obviously with hope, but you're still miles behind teams like Liverpool and Man City. And you are fifth. Admittedly, it's not been a great season. You've been helped out by other teams being poor. But it has. if we did this a month ago, I'd be giving you a U. Yeah. However, it looks like you are starting to turn the corner. And there's some really positives to take now, especially with the young players. Um, as you said, with Rashford, James, Martial, McTominay, uh, Williams, Wambasaka. So I think there's hope there. But at the same time, of how poor some of the other teams have been, you'd hope you would have capitalised. This is what they top four. This is what they've been doing, though. They give you some hope, and then they turn in the worst performance you've ever seen. Watford, the like Watford. Game. I was just thinking, oh, here we go. We've beaten City, Spurs. Here we go. It's about to start, and then yeah. they play Watford, and it was just awful. I'll give you a D. I'm quite impressed by how good some of the players have been, given that they're managed by a Norwegian PE teacher. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I think we'll move on from there to uh, a team that I'm actually quite interested to get what you guys think. Um, it's Ch- Frank Lampard's Chelsea, <laughs> um, which I still can't believe I'm saying. They have got 35 points, 
they have only won they've lost f- four of their last six I think however they're, and they're two late they're two wins are Tottenham away and Arsenal away the goals have sort of dried up a bit where we what grade are we giving them I'm still going to give this. them I'm still I'm still going to give them a B plus for the Ooh. fact. I'm giving them higher. Higher, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm giving them a B plus for the fact that you couldn't sign anyone. Yep. Lampard's managed to get his uh, style of football across mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. and there's been some real positives. Mm-hmm. Tamori, Abraham, um, and Mason Mount mm-hmm. look very, very good footballers. Yep. Um, and he's even bringing a few some younger other Tariq Lamptey Tariq Lamptey looked good when he came on um, so I think oh. there's some real positives and because of the fact everyone knew you couldn't sign anyone mm-hmm. no one was expecting this Chelsea team to challenge for any sort of title that's so you being uh, 20 points off the top no one really has a problem the, with that that's the key point for me is to, I think when, when I looked at all the predictions before the season people had Chelsea 8th, ninth, and I myself thought we're probably going to finish seventh. So we're playing an exciting brand of football. We've got established players now who are England regulars. Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount. It's gone off the boil a little bit, but still they're there. We've had really encouraging runs of form. We're losing against some of the lower the lower teams over the last month. But if you're recording this a month ago, Chelsea are looking really healthy. And I think they're going to buy in January. And I just think... I think Lampard, for being a learning manager, has done a fantastic job. And I would give them an A-, from, and that's with the bias bump, yes. But however, I just think, based on where I thought they'd be, they couldn't sign anyone, they lost their best player, and the impact that we've had, that that team has come together and sort of had on itself. I've that's also terrible. been very impressed with what he's done with Pulisic. He looked a terrible buy at the start, and he's managed to get him not only into the team... But performing, and yeah. I think you have to give him credit to that too. Yeah, Brez. Uh, as we're recording now, yeah, probably a B. I think it might get a bit worse second half of the season. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm fully prepared for Chelsea to finish yeah, sixth. Seventh. I'm a bit worried, but yeah. as it stands right now, they're having a really good season. Well, that's that's my that's my thing is if Chelsea if Chelsea bought a new fullback and if Chelsea bought because the pro- their problem is a fullback. If Chelsea bought a new fullback and probably are going to buy, I think I keep hearing Jane Sancho. I'm not really convinced he's the right player for that team. But yeah. I keep hearing Timo Werner as well, and I love him in the heartbeat. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd take him at United. They're a really, they're a really fascinating team. And regardless of how the season pans out, I'm actually quite um, looking forward to the future of them because, quite frankly, they've needed a new backbone. And um, even if. The, the best thing is the worst we we do this season. We've still smashed Arsenal and top. <laughs> um, up next is Manchester City. A lot of injuries. Yeah. This, this is a really this tough is, who one. Who wants this. to go first on this one? I don't mind going first. Yeah. Um, They've got forty-one points quickly, so they yeah, are yeah fourteen, 14 points, points behind Liverpool. That's your main issue. Uh-huh. And they played no game. Lost their best centre half. Yeah, lost a very good winger. Bad recruitment in the summer. Very bad recruitment. He replaced the centre half and bought a right back instead because Pep Guardiola has to spend money on fullbacks. Um, performances on the pitch still pretty good. Pretty good. They played good yeah. football. They've just really struggled defensively. Yeah, that's what's been letting them down. How much of that is Laporte? 
a fair yeah. bit. They really should have bought another centre back in the summer. Really should have bought another centre back. That was a huge error on their part. Um, it's really hard to give them a grade because I still think it's not a terrible I'm season. Gonna They're going to come second. They're going to come second. Well, I'm giving them a B plus because I still think they've. Yeah, I'd say it's probably a B. Their performance levels on the pitch are fantastic, and I have to take into account the injuries. I know it's harsh to say that with Man City having the squad they have, but still. I think they've been quite unlucky at times as well. I'm going to have to give them a C just because they're 14 points off the top. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've had a lot of injuries. Um, they have had good performances, like very good performances. However, a team of Man City's quality should not be that far off the top and they certainly shouldn't be... Like They've already lost five games this season. Uh, it just shouldn't. Yeah, I just feel their defence, even without Laporte, like John Stones, Otamendi, they're not as the worst centre backs out there. They should be doing better than this. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not watching Harley Dean at Birmingham City. No, but I'm friend. thinking top flight centre backs. They're not. They, they're not just enough. They've still things. scored the most in the league. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think I, it's going to get better. It's almost at Liverpool. Liverpool are at such a good level. I almost don't want to judge teams against Liverpool because Liverpool are playing an unbelievable season. Um, Leicester City second. Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City, forty-two points, one ahead of City. Have two losses in their last five, both to City and Liverpool. Um, I keep saying they're an injury away from playing Wes Morgan at centre back. They're an A plus for me. Absolutely, no, no, undoubtedly. Jamie Vardy is outperforming everything, every metric there is. Um, Again, he's yeah. he's a fantastic player. And they've got they've got a really good team. Can they keep it up? Not uh, like this, no. Yeah, I mean, I can't see them keeping City at bay, but when you look at the teams challenging top four, I'd be very surprised if they aren't in the Champions League yeah. next year. They've got they've got eleven points to Man U in fifth. They'll be in the Champions League spots. It's not going to be as good as it's been, I don't think. But Rogers has done a fantastic job. It's a great group of young players. They're a cracking team to watch. Hopefully they can keep them together. Hopefully they can keep them together and they don't get picked off by everyone else. Soyunku really... Soyunku's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's been unreal. Surprise. Which has flown under the radar that Ayuzi Perez hasn't been good. Yeah, he's been getting better the last few uh, weeks. Yeah, though. and he has started to step up to games. Like, he was... Excellent for them yesterday, yeah, stepping into the team. Um, James Madison's fantastic. Chilwell's fantastic. Future, future blue Ben Chilwell. Uh, Yuri Tielemans, I don't think it's been talked about enough. What shade of blue? I don't know. Man City or us? It's one of those two. And and DD obviously is just class as yeah, well. Yeah, really good, really good team. And Ricardo good. Pereira. Yeah. Ricardo Pereira needs to get it right. If there's. <laughs> Right, Marina Gravislava. If you listen to me right now, I've spelt your name, said your name horribly. Get the checkbook out. <laughs> let's pop over there. Let's buy Ricardo Pereira. And in fact, if you're Man United, pop over there. I know you bought Wambasaka. Offer them Wambasaka for Ricardo <laughs> Pereira. Everyone in the league, Tottenham Hotspur, go and buy him. He's bonkers. He's a man. He's he a is brilliant. It's um, good they got Rogers tied down to a new deal. Yeah, just yeah, quickly. I'm surprised he did that. I was a bit surprised to sign that, but. I thought, um, uh, I'm glad he didn't go to Arsenal. 
Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, deals mean nothing in football anyway. Yeah, um, I'm party seven year contract. At the top, <laughs> at the top with a game in hand on 55 points at Liverpool Football Club. There are you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I could give them something higher than A plus, I'm giving it them. I hate them. But I know you hate them, Will. <laughs> However, what's blown me away this year is How when they long? play well, like against Leicester they look absolutely amazing but what they've managed to do is become a team that grinds out results yeah. and when a team starts doing that you know having watching Fergie's Man United that's why I hate them I think that's a team that's going to win the league and if if they throw this away no they're not throwing this away if they somehow throw this away Jurgen Klopp just has to walk <laughs> like <laughs> Like, at this Can we sound like that? Yeah. At this it's point, Jurgen Klopp has yeah. to walk. At this point, I'd feel grown if you heard this. If he, if he throws this away, I just, I'll just be gobsmacked. To be quite honest, um, yeah, right? It's it's an A plus. They're not throwing this away. They've dropped two points. They're thirteen clear with a game in hand. They're did ridiculous. They, did they go invincible? I don't think they will. Who beats them? Man City in the second half. Man City, yeah, well, Watford. <laughs> Chelsea. As- Aston Villa, Wesley Man Patrick. United. <laughs> Man United will do it. It'll be Man it United. might be. It could be United. We're the ones that and made him drop so- points. It'll be, be someone obscure like, I don't know, and- Andrea Pereira scoring the yeah, winner. He gets a hat trick. Oh, I'd love it. Now, if that then. happens, I might faint. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think I've got any more to say about Liverpool than the fact they're fantastic, brilliant. Um, they, they play a lot of long balls. Just keep an eye on that. Um, because no, because simple, the people, long ball switches people, are outrageous. They, I, I can't believe it. And the reason I say they play a lot of long balls is everyone always talks about um, style and how long balls can't be attractive. Liverpool play the best switches in the Premier League. From fullback to fullback, Van Dijk is lethal with his passing. It's a yes. great part of his game. Even Lovren in the the Merseyside derby mm. put on a fantastic pass for Origi. I can't think of a single way to improve that team. I can't think of a single way. The only thing I can not do, really. The Ma- only maybe thing a better centre half next to Van Dijk, but Matic's pretty Maybe good. A, a, a proper backup striker for Firmino. Oh, there's Origi. I've totally forgotten about him. Ignore that. Yeah, um, yeah to be honest, they've got great squad depth. They're brilliant. Um, yeah, it really hurts. But yeah, sorry to end uh, to end the pod on a bit of a downer. Liverpool <laughs> are really good, um, but some interesting teams there. I think it's going to be room for a really good second half of the season. Yeah, um, be interesting to revisit this at the end of the season. Dave, if they want to follow your, if oh, quickly actually, who's been the player of the season in this half? Sadio Mane. Mike. <sighs> yeah, Mane. Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne's the best player, but Mane's Mane, pretty Yeah, best. I agree. I agree, Mane. I just wanted to be a bit of a contrarian. Um, yeah, that, that clip from that guy calling Sadio Mane best player in the world has been coming back. and uh, Still still an outrageous claim, but it looks less outrageous than it did at the time. He's no, been still looks outrageous. <laughs> he's fantastic this year. Absolutely uh, fantastic. He's not even the best African player in the league. Riyad Mahrez, he's the best player in the league. Um, Dave, if people want to find more um, hot takes from you, and we'll see and follow you uh, as the season goes on where can I follow you uh, hot takes of me uh, at Dave Harris 44 on Twitter yeah. um, Mike you do a bit of writing yeah uh, right f- at footy files on Twitter um, you can follow me as well at Mikey Breslin uh, on Twitter and there will be some tips going up but I haven't done that for a few weeks so I'll keep you posted about that on my page you can uh, 
follow me uh, at Wilhunt17, but please don't. Um, please follow us at the at In and Around Pod, where you can see us tweeting during games. Any big signings? I mean, we're going to be putting the pods up there as when we get around to doing more. Um, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Thanks so much.